The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of REMAX Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass at Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Services Home Mortgage. Happy and Saturday. Yes, happy Saturday right back at you. And welcome back. You've been Thank traveling you. a bit. I have been a globe trotter. Yeah, not wearing yes. the mask though. Uh, no. Not, no, 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 no facial mask. No, no Balinese masks. <laughs> no Balinese masks. Yes, there's all kinds of cool masks in Bali. I imagine. Yeah, there's a lot of cool wood carving and other things. In fact, actually, I brought back a gorgeous Buddha mask. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Can't wait to have it mounted in my house. And I've got a beautiful, about three foot by four foot painting also that will be, you know, it's of the Buddha. Yeah. So, yeah, very, very cool. Yeah, got a lot of great opportunities to see beautiful places. I went diving for the first time. Oh, good for you. Yes. In fact, I'm going to go get certified after that experience. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because the snorkeling was really, really good. I will say... I like snorkeling in Bali better than I have in Thailand yeah, and even some parts of Hawaii. But um, diving is really where it's at there. Oh, my gosh. Some of the coral. I mean, I know that you're you a diver. You don't have to tell me that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It was yeah. just phenomenal. And we were only about 30 feet down for me as a, a brand new diver and two of um, – in fact, actually, my half-brother, Clint, and his girlfriend, Monica, were with us. Yeah. So it was, it was a fun mix of friends and family and whatnot that were all part of this group of eight. And uh, so we all got our first taste of, you know – under the sea, you know, kind of thing. And it was phenomenal. It's very liberating to be oh. able to do that, be down there and breathing freely. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's, just, it's so gorgeous. Like what you mm-hmm. get to when you're just a little bit further down right. is tremendous. Right. So yeah, we had a great time. We also saw some beautiful waterfalls and went to the, um, Gates of Heaven Temple and uh, the Water Palace and a whole bunch of other places that were just absolutely phenomenal in um, the Ahmed and Ubud areas of Bali. So highly recommend it for anybody who would like to check it out. So getting there, Mm -hmm. you fly where? Taipei? Uh, we did. It depends okay, on what airline you and where you're coming from. Taipei yeah, so or we, South Korea. Or, yeah, we did or, EVA. Um, my brother's flight actually was originally through Hong Kong, but because of coronavirus, mm-hmm. that was canceled. Right. Um, so they ended up going through Singapore. Okay. And then on their way back, actually, <laughs> they got to hit multiple countries. And one day, uh, they left Indonesia Went to Brisbane, Australia, then to Vancouver, BC, oh back to Denver. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then. Um, Angela, our operations manager, I'm trying to remember where her flights were through because she went through yet a different location yeah, yeah. and then through Chicago on her way back to Kansas. So we had people from all over the place so doing from, different things. From Taipei to Bali, was it about two or three hour flight? No, it's about five. Oh, it's five. Yeah, oh, okay. it's about five hours. Yeah. So okay. we had a five hour layover. So it was basically, you know, 13 hours to get to Taipei, then a five hour mm-hmm. layover and then five hours to get to Bali. And then from where we were staying in Ahmed uh, was about a, between a two and three hour drive. And I will tell oh, you boy. what, it's a lot of travel. those drivers there though are 
really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because the roads are super narrow, mm-hmm. tons of people on scooters yeah. and nerves of steel. I will yeah. say, I think their meditation and prayer practices <laughs> are what make them very, they, very focused. Threading the needle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a whole lot of that. If yeah. People here, you would go nuts. <laughs> no, I'd probably, well, having lived in England, yeah. you know, for a while and, and driving on the other side of the road on well, you'd at least narrow, have that narrow village yeah. lanes, you know, where you sometimes kiss oh, yeah. you know, side mirrors, mm-hmm. you know, you get so close that oh, I, I could probably, yeah. Yeah. I could probably hang with those I, guys. I give uh, major props to Made, who was our driver yeah. that uh, did a lot of stuff for driving, us. Driving, okay, driving what? Was he was it driving like a, a van. Oh, it was a van. Okay. Yeah, no, there was eight of us. So yeah, yeah. If, they, oh, gotcha. if all of us went to one place together, right. they needed to have this multi-person van. Sure, so. sure, sure. But yeah, the, um, if any of our listeners are interested, uh, of course, my Facebook page, which is public, mm-hmm. they can see some of the pictures on there. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to reach out to me personally uh, at info at teamreba.com and you want to get the website of where we stayed, uh, I believe it's actually ahmedbalivilla.com. Okay. So A-M-E-D-B-A-L-I villa v-i-l-l-a dot com and you can see this beautiful house that we stayed at um and i will uh, thanks to the seattle humane actually um that nonprofit organization which we've had on our show right uh i purchased that as an auction item at last year's tuxes and tails event oh for crying out loud yeah Yeah. and just a little plug for seattle humane on march 1st they're going to be making tickets available for the next tuxes and tails um event which was uh i believe it's being held on may 5th this year Mm -hmm. so it's a huge huge gala and a great time uh with lots of really interesting things going on and interactive um, types of events as part of that whole um kind of gala but that's coming up soon and i'm hoping to actually maybe have them on the show again talking about that because they did change venues this year so they can have everything on one floor they used to do it at maidenbauer center and this year they're going to have it at the hyatt bellevue again Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's such a good organization. Oh, and, yeah. Um, Absolutely love those I don't folks. just say that. I'm a client as well. Yes, so me. Me we, also from the past. That's where Maury came from. 20-week-old uh, uh, little kitten. Yes, that's, I saw uh, you showing our producer yep. cute little videos yep. of Kitty yep. tearing up your loan documents. My, uh, my <laughs> That's right. Well, my my uh, it's my dad's cat. Yeah, we got her got her for my dad. Um, he had a recent hospital stay, so I was uh, babysitting. Kitty the, sitting. The kitty sitting. She was. We called it a vacation for her. She got a little vacation to to hang at uh, hang at our house and. And uh, what a joy, you know, to have all that energy, you know, and a little one-pound oh, yes. ball of fluff, you know. But they're so fun. But what I loved about, uh, and and this is a shout out to the King County mm-hmm. uh, Animal Shelter, uh, South yeah. King County. Uh, they have a, on their website they rate their animals red, blue, or green. And red means like for cats, red would a red cat would be one like back off, you know, and mm-hmm. maybe she's going to take some extra care right. handling. Blue is your typical cat, you know, sup dude. And, uh, you know, just kind of a little bit standoffish, but maybe they'll warm up eventually. And green are just little love bugs. And, you know, this this uh, kitten we got green? was green and yeah. all the way, you know, greets you at the door and follows you around the house. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, I love cats you know, like that. really fun, really yeah. fun. So. Well, uh, I love I think that I said, rating system. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, May 9th. I'm just looking up on the website. Yeah, if you go okay. to seattlehumane.org and you want to see anything about that, uh, tickets go on sale March 1st. May 9th is the actual event at 5 p.m. at the Hyatt Regency. 
Excellent. That's for 2020. Okay, excellent. Well, lots. there's going to be a lot going on in May, actually. And mm-hmm. uh, I know May 2nd and 3rd is going to be the Northwest Green Home Tour. And oh, we that's always right. have somebody on for that. You know, yes. That's a really fun. We're scheduling them right now, actually. Excellent. Okay, good, good, good. Because those are some green homes and mm-hmm. all kinds of different varieties. You can tour different neighborhoods. You can tour around and sort of see what, yep. what people are going on. What Which kind reminds of ideas me, I need have. to see if Tom Todaro from My mm-hmm. Cabin got included in that this year. Ooh, well, we'll have to. Because we were trying to connect yes. them right. after we did our show with them. Right. And right. I know those guys have been going gangbusters. Yeah, they're jamming. Yeah. 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 So My Cabin with a K.com. If if you want to see about those cottage houses that are perfect for those dadus in yeah, town, was, those detached accessory dwelling and units. And I think he did it. I think he, Tom uh, in, incorporated your idea who of the T-shirt, Who's Your Dadu? No, he he made me one copy and misspelled whose, oh. and I laughed really hard. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well. He, he said he did it one night after a couple of cocktails, so he's like, okay, don't hold me to it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oops. <laughs> yeah, it was a custom T-shirt that is truly, truly custom because oh it's got boy. a misspelling on it. Which yeah, there you go. Makes <laughs> it a one of a kind. <laughs> it's totally one of a kind. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Who's well, your dadu? <laughs> oh, good lord! Oh well, that's good. That's good. Well, but, excellent. Yeah, so uh, we're going to have them on very soon. We've got a lot of people we're starting to book up for this spring, so I'm pretty excited yeah, about yeah, absolutely. Uh, where that's going to go. But you know what? One of the things we haven't brought up yet that is mm. coming up that we get to be mm-hmm. the highlighted speakers yeah. is our class that's coming up right. on February 29th on Leap Day. That's right. Leaping into the new year with a class on mm-hmm. Leap Day. Yes. Uh, and the official first-time homebuyer class sponsored by the Washington State Housing Finance Commission. Mm-hmm. And this is a free class. It's up to five hours. But we try and get with information. It faster than that if we can. Absolutely. But this class is a requirement to, to take advantage of some of the first time homebuyer programs, including uh, zero down options, including mm-hmm. uh, discounted costs for private mortgage insurance, which mm-hmm. is required when you make less than a 20% down payment. Uh, but not only that, this class will give you a very detailed understanding and knowledge of the home buying process. You know what happens when you're when you're going into that process. Things you need to look out for, as well as is lots of different financing options, budgeting options, and some mm-hmm. life skills. Yes, as well. Talk Big a time lot life about skills. credit. How to get the best credit scores and and dispel some myths. Yes, about that. Well, speaking of that, that's another person we're going to have on the show again coming up soon is Mike Olden, Mike Olden. from ARC. We love him at American Reporting Company. That's right. There's been a, quite a few changes with in the credit world mm-hmm. uh, over the last year. So Mike's going to bring us up to date with all of that coming yeah. up here soon. No, well. I love it. Uh, he's he's always just a ton of knowledge in that particular area. And I got to say, you know, I know we were talking about, you know, what you and I might be covering today. And I just, listeners, I just have to bring it up so many times. We've done this several times, even just since the 2020 started. Many people know that I'm a Zillow Premier agent and we have had a lot of people coming to us recently, you know, looking to buy homes and they're from all different price ranges. But I got to tell you, the number of people who are not actually prepared, like they're looking online and that's fine. But when you actually drill down into it, they haven't really done the financial work yet. Mm -hmm. And so everything's a little bit really of a pipe dream. You don't it really isn't until know you're yet. prepared. Yeah, it is until you're prepared. And so, you know, we had uh, even a kind of a thing in my own team recently where there was somebody who wanted us to write an offer. And we found out she only had 
a pre-approval letter from last year. Mm-hmm. Like not just from 2019, like in December, but a full year ago. Mm. And so where she was coming up with what her qualifying was, I don't know if it was real or not right because she had been in discussions with a company but didn't have any actual proof you know this is a really good topic i think we should kind of talk about this after the break because uh we have a tight market and you need to have your ducks in a row to be able to have a successful offer out there so stay tuned we got more open house (laughs) with team reba right after these short commercial messages that's right Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Services. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock bringing you information on real estate finance. And all things related. That's right. Sometimes on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And yeah, always, from three to four. And always on podcast. Yes, always on podcast. So you can go to Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, you name it. Just Google Open House with Team Reba or ask Alexa. There you go. There you go. I, I You know, I got to go back and try that again, though. I was going to see if I could have Alexa give me a list of all the podcasts because we have yeah, topics. almost five years of content. Yes, we do. We That's have a ton. a ton of content. And so even though we started off with one station and moved over to this one, uh, there's relevant info all over the place. And Mike Olden has mm-hmm. been on both stations with us as yeah. well and always giving great detail. So if you're trying to get more info about FICO scoring and how to improve your credit score, great shows to go back and listen to. Absolutely. Um, but we also had been talking before the break that we have our class coming up. So I don't want to miss right. out on all of that before I – because I got very heated. I got to tell you, that whole thing – Got me really heated, you know, <laughs> especially because I'm going to okay. get details again. But, but the class. Yes, the class. class. So our first time homebuyer class next one is going to be Saturday, February 29th in, that, in downtown Renton at the Renton Chamber of Commerce, mm-hmm. which you old timers, it's the old train station. Yes. You know, the old Spirit of Seattle trainees coming in and out of there. It's mm-hmm. right downtown. It's on South 4th Street. Yep, downtown Renton. Yep. The class will run from 9.30 until about 1.30, mm-hmm. possibly a little bit little bit longer than that, uh, depending on, on questions and everything. Class is free, but space is limited. So yes. to reserve your spot, uh, you can reach out. Uh, Reba? Yes. So you can either email us at info at teamreba.com. If you do that, please make sure you give us the name of all parties who will be attending cell phones for those individuals as well as their emails because mm-hmm. we need that for the, all the sign up and then the other option if you want to just see more information is go to teamrebaclasses.com that's right and again the class is free but we feed you yeah so always bring food and and renton's a good one we've done some different things uh, yeah. there we had uh, we've done smoky, smoky monkey, monkey pizza we yeah. had uh, the, red house the red house which is delicious mm. food gene yeah. sense and his wife hong they do a beautiful job at that restaurant yeah, that was fancy they yes. kind of went out of their way yeah but, oh uh, well and they yeah. just have delicious food period well, one of the best places in town you know a lot of these classes uh they're, they're we're not the only ones offering a, a first-time homebuyer class you know but there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of them out there however ours is a finely finely crafted presentation i mean we've been mm-hmm. we've been modifying and tweaking and mm-hmm. redefining this class for over 20 years yeah and well and and we give relevant information about what's mm-hmm. actually going on in the market too exactly so we don't we don't waste a minute in this class mm-hmm. you know we make sure that all the information there is relevant 
and mm-hmm. is going to help you become a better home buyer and, yes. and hopefully a better homeowner. We want yeah. success. We yes, want absolutely. People. That's the that's the whole point. In fact, over the years that you and I have done these classes, you know, we've been through one big run up plus a downturn mm-hmm. and now a run up again, yep. and we have modified and adjusted that content to fit in each one of those selling environments because mm-hmm. it was really really important during the downturn to know what was going on with all those changes inside mm-hmm. of the lending For right because sure. that was a big part of it was as you always say on the show it, there's about 120 underwriting guideline changes a month correct and so there's a lot to take in and be paying attention to and it's also very important for our listeners to recognize that not all mortgage professionals are the same because they don't all offer the same products. Mm. I think we get lulled into that false sense of that right. when we see ads on TV or on the radio or online that make it seem like, oh, yeah, just do this when that's not always really the right thing to be doing. That's right. Absolutely. And, you know, we were, you were talking before the break about folks that are jumping on you know, Zillow or this mm-hmm. website or that website, and they, they're ready to make an offer on a home, but they haven't done their homework yet. Yes. They're financing and everything. You know, we're, as an industry, the lending industry is, is partially responsible for that because they make it look like, I've, I saw a commercial the other day, mm-hmm. you can stand in front of a house yeah. with your smartphone and immediately have loan approval and just buy the house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not really. Mm doesn't really work that way no and and there are uh, some programs that make it sound like maybe you can do that uh, and mm-hmm. there may be a few circumstances where a person could be fairly quickly approved by a system approval but mm-hmm. the system approvals do not guarantee that your final uh, loan will be approved exactly because there's verifications there's background checks there's there's yeah. a whole ton of things that have to happen behind the scenes that cannot be done standing in front of a house with your smartphone. Right. I'm sorry, well, they just can't. No, I and I 100% agree with you. And a good listing agent is going to be looking for those things that set you know someone else's lending apart from another. Mm-hmm. Because if they're going to you know make a recommendation to their customer about which offers to consider. Yeah. You know, they can't tell them what to do, but they can give advice because mm-hmm. that's basically what sure. we're being hired to do. Not only help with the presentation and the marketing of the home, but then also the sifting through offers. Of there was actually, because we have such a tight market right now, I don't know if you heard about this recently. There was one offer that, or one house that had 230 offers on it <laughs> oh recently. Now, I don't know exactly which house it was, but they noted that in the Northwest Multiple oh, wow. that, you know, We've got still some gangbuster activity happening. Again, it's only a sliver of the market that's doing that. Right. Um, We're seeing still about 20% that are selling right away. Mm -hmm. You know, they get snatched up as soon as they come on market. But the, the vast majority of them are not necessarily doing that. But either way, a listing agent who's worth their salt is vetting out whoever's writing that offer. Absolutely. Right? Well, they're, so they're supposed to be. They're yeah, supposed right. to be. And they yeah. and part of that process is calling the lender right. to find out, you know, is what's on this letter valid information? Have you reviewed this person? How far in the process are they? What's the oh, risk I'll, factor of my seller taking this right. offer? I'll, I'll vouch for that. I get phone calls from from listing agents all the time and, and they'll they'll drill. Oh, yeah. So have you verified income? Have you looked at credit? Have you fully underwritten the file? So let's talk about that for a sec. Oh, yeah. 
there's different levels of pre-approvals. And mm-hmm. there's, there's the lowest level is a pre-qualification. That's just a yep. person's opinion. There's a pre-approval, which is a system approval, where maybe you make an online application or stand mm-hmm. in front of a home with your smartphone. Right. And uh, you input your information. Credit is run, and the system will give a, a recommendation. This looks eligible or not eligible. Mm-hmm. So you can get a, an approval letter based on that level. Mm-hmm. I prefer to go one step further than that, what's called a full underwrite. And with a full underwrite, we're actually collecting all of your income and asset documents. We're verifying employment. We're doing all the background checks, including yep. a 4506T and an SS89. What are those? Eh, doesn't background well, checks. Well, I know what they are. You know what they are. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're making sure that we've, we've cleared all of those and essentially processed the file as far forward as we can before you found a property. In the eyes of a seller and in the eyes of a listing agent, you know, that will help you win your deal yes. yeah. because because the listing agent seller know that you've gone farther than all these other people mm-hmm. who haven't taken the time to do that. And we've literally seen sometimes the second or third or even fifth best offer mm-hmm. be the one to win yeah. because you had other people who were coming forward where you're like, but you're not really fully vetted out. Mm-hmm. And so there's a risk factor involved here mm-hmm. that the right. seller doesn't want to take. Because the, the reality is, is if your home comes off the market and that sale fails, the number one thought, I mean, we, you and I ask this in people in our classes all the time, what's the thing you think if you see a house that was mm. on market, go off market, and come back on market? Yeah, pox on that house. There's yeah. a problem with it. Yeah, the first thing they think is, what's wrong with that it? That house has got coronavirus. Yeah, it doesn't even matter whether or not the agent puts a bunch of you know marketing remarks saying you know buyer got cold it's feet okay, it's or okay, whatever it's okay, yeah. well they're yeah. still thinking well why did they get cold feet right, was right. it because something was wrong there was, was something on the inspection you know, something was there something there. and yeah. the thing is is a buyer doesn't always have to tell the seller why they're canceling right right so that may or may not have been really the case you know we don't know so you know it's it's just so imperative now here's the other thing and this is what i was starting to get into before we went into that break I just, it, it, it drove me crazy to have this conversation with someone in my office recently because we had a woman who wanted to write an offer and she had that one-year-old letter, mm-hmm. didn't have anything updated. Yeah. We were going to be competing against another offer. And when I was asked to put an offer together for her, as I started asking questions, now, just to give an example for our listeners... $425,000 house. And she's putting, she says she only has $12,000. Yeah. Now, here's where the math goes wrong. So 3% down, which is the smallest amount you can do unless you've qualified for a zero down program. So she was saying she was going to do a conventional 3% down. Well, 3% down of four and a quarter is 12750 Mm-hmm. So we're already $750 short. Now, every loan has some closing costs associated with it. And she had no extra money besides the $12,000. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we're in a competitive situation with a deadline. I'm being asked at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon to put an offer together due at 5 p.m. Now, you can see this is already not great. right? And as I continue to prod the customer well, where are you planning on getting the closing costs from? 
Yeah. Well, somehow she thought she'd be able to save that money. She thought it was going to be between six and eight thousand dollars based on the lender she'd been talking to. And I said, "Well, can you save that much a month?" And and the thing is, if she was unable to do that, here's the problem. Now, some people will automatically make the assumption, "Well, she'll just be able to get out of the you know the sale mm. by using her financing addendum right. mm-hmm. and that contingency." But the problem is, if she knowingly went into the offer, knowing she couldn't perform and was just hoping to, you know, thought maybe (laughs) any of those things. Right. The problem is, if that seller ends up being harmed by that, so they've taken a house off market, they've now waited all this time, let's say they've got through the full time period because she's kind of holding that information back or, you know, she's not able to prove it yet to the lender, but Mm -hmm. they're like all the way through to closing, waiting for her to do that. If at the end they find, nope, she doesn't have it, she doesn't qualify, then we're failing out sort of based on that. But the fact that she knew going in that she couldn't perform, that is potentially fraud and that is not covered by those addendums and she could go to court for it. Lose earnest money on top of it. Yes. Right. Whole lot of losses piling up. Yikes. Well, let's talk about some strategies that do work in a tight housing market after this break. (laughs) So stay tuned. (laughs) Get those ducks. Open House with Team Reba coming right at you. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, REMAX Metro East Side. And Eric Osnes is here from Homebridge Financial Services, Home Mortgage. Okay, so I just went through my fun little situation that got me all <laughs> hot and bothered recently. Yeah. Um, what's, what's got you hot and bothered on preparation for offers? Well, what's happening, I mean, we with this with this tight market, people are, are looking to figure out a way to get, get a home. Mm-hmm. And... When, as you mentioned, when the good ones come on, there's typically multiple offers on those homes, and, and not everybody. Or they just go super, super. They fast. just go real quick, and yeah. not everybody's going to win out. So, so now the folks that are looking for the bargain, uh, mm-hmm. looking for the the deal, you know, they're they're are really they being left in the cold. They're left in the cold. Burr. Are they going so, burr? Yeah, they're going burr. <laughs> and they're literally going. You, you and I are joking about that, but yeah. <laughs> but they're going B R R R. Mm-hmm. And one of my it's a new clients acronym. brought that up. That's a new acronym. It's actually new to me, and I've been in this. Heck, I did a dirt loan, you know, to mm-hmm. Jesus way back when. You know, I've been in this business a long time, <laughs> and uh, uh, you know. So the thing is, what, what the heck is Burr? Yeah. Well, somebody took a seminar, somebody took a class, probably spent a lot of money spent on that. A lot one. of money, and it's B R R R. Stands for buy, renovate, rent, refinance. Mm-hmm. to pull your original down payment out and yeah. repeat. So, yes. okay, that's that's fine. But let's let's talk this through a little Break bit it down. because the seminars don't always give you the full details on it. So No, they don't. They like to take your money and give you part of the information. Right, exactly. So, so number 1, buy. Mm-hmm. All right, how are you buying? Are you going to occupy the home as your primary residence or are you going to Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, buy it as an investment property. If you're buying it to occupies your primary residence, that really takes the R, the, the, the second R out, renting it. 
because when you buy as your primary residence, the deed you sign says you will occupy that property as your primary residence for yes. at least one year. Yep. And if you get caught renting it out within that first year, uh, the loan can be called due and payable in full. You'll have 30 days to pay it off. Yes. So that's not good. It's and also considered a potential felony. Yeah, the big F word there. That's right. That's right. So not a good thing. So now on the other side of it, if you if you buy as a rental as a non owner occupied property, mm-hmm. your minimum down payment is typically going to be 15, 15 to twenty percent down. Right. Most likely twenty percent down. Mm-hmm. So are you prepared to cough up twenty percent as a down payment? Right. You know, if so then fine. Then we go on to the next the next R, which is renovate. Mm-hmm. So if you're renovating how are you paying for that? Exactly. You know, are you paying for that out of your own cash? Uh, if you don't credit have cards credit for some cards people. sometimes, something like that, uh, it is possible to take out a renovation loan, another R, mm-hmm. and uh, with a renovation loan, it combines financing to cover both the purchase, the home, and the remodeling or the renovation of it all built into one loan and based on the future value of the home once the, the renovations are finished. So that's the second question. You know, How am I going to renovate this? Where's right. the money coming from You know, for that? Uh, renting it out, fine, you know, as long as it's not a owner-occupied transaction or you've right. owned the home for at least a year. And refinance. So refinancing, mm-hmm. the, the goal to refinance is to pull your original equity investment, position. your yeah. equity, mm-hmm. out of the property. That's called a cash-out refinance. There's rules for that. Right. If this and is there's a, also limits on the loan-to-value ratio. Exactly. That's one of the rules. So one of them it says that uh, to pull cash out of a non-owner-occupied property, mm-hmm. there's a seasoning requirement. You have to have owned that property. You mean like a, having some sage and rosemary and thyme and on there? There's a that. seasoning. I'm talking about TikTok with the clock. <laughs> yeah, you have to have owned that home for at least six months to be able to pull money out of it as a right. cash-out refinance. So I. I will guarantee you this was not discussed in whatever this Burr seminar well, you know, was. if it was, I'm going to bet you it was mostly from the standpoint of hard money. Could be. So, so and, and, I, and, I, was, and I do. Because, I want to talk about that in a second okay. because that's absolutely a, a factor. So if I'm refinancing, number one, I have to have owned the home six months to pull money out of it. Number two, as a rental property, the most I can borrow is 75% of the appraisal. I can't pull... So, so maybe mm-hmm. I can get my original investment out of the property. Maybe, maybe I not. can't. Yeah. It really it, depends on what yeah. that home appraises for. you know. At, and at, how good at, you are at, at renovation because there's a lot of crap out there, to be honest. <laughs> there, there, there really there's, can't. There's a whole and, bunch of stuff where you're like, ugh. And speaking of why? that. Right. So, so, that's the, so that's the other part of it. What's your team look like? Mm-hmm. Because when you're, when you're looking at a, especially a distressed property, you know, how do you figure out what to pay for that home? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I like to work it backwards. I know you're really good at, at figuring yeah. this out. What will this home be worth after it's fixed up? Exactly. Minus the cost it's going to take to mm-hmm. fix it up Yep. equals the maximum amount that you should pay for that home in its current condition. Right. And if yeah. you don't, if you miss the math on that, if you miss that final future value of the home, or if you're off on the cost of renovation, and believe me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That one. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've renovated homes. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've done a lot yeah, of that lot in, of in that my career. Mm-hmm. I'm never on with my budget ever. Yeah. It, it just doesn't work that way. There's always something that's going to come up that, that was well, not it also, anticipated. It also depends on what kind of house. I, so I had a conversation uh, a couple of years ago with a couple that had been through one of these kinds of seminars. Mm-hmm. And 
I literally gave them four and a half hours of free time. They spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Like it was, it was actually in the thousands by the time the two of them had attended this stuff. And that was just the first level course. And then there were like even more expensive courses beyond that. And I sat down with them because they got, re they got referred to me by somebody who was a past client. And I'm so glad because I started walking them through all of that and said, how much do you know about homes built in X century, you know, mm -hmm. and timeline? Mm -hmm. And because we start because they were originally looking at like craftsman style homes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was looking at some of the piece of junk houses that they were considering buying. And I went, how much do you know about the construction of that style of home? And they kind of looked at me blank stared. And I went, let me just tell you the kinds of things you're going to run into. Mm. And I said, because as you know, I always say housing is history mm -hmm. and history is, you know, the housing, Absolutely. right? That's right. And so, right. you know, from, dec yeah, from <laughs> decade to decade, what are some of the issues you're going to run into? And I'm like, and if you have no clue what you're about to walk into in a 1920s home mm -hmm. or something built in 1910, mm -hmm. you should not be touching that house. Right. There's a, and then the same thing. You know, there's a lot of people who don't want to deal with asbestos and lead based paint. Well, guess what? Then you should be looking at houses from 1980 into current. Mm -hmm. right? right. And so what's your real capability of doing much on that particular property to put that much more value into it? It right. just really kind of depends. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're you see a lot of people kind of working in those 1950s to the 1970s homes because a lot of them with single story and the way the floor plans were done can be you know chopped up you know, certain ways or yeah. opened up Easily actually because they are choppy. Mm -hmm. um, but you have to really know what you're dealing with right. in those situations, right. you know, but it's, it's still not just a cakewalk every single time. No, it never is. And, and you've got to be so careful. So part of your team should mm -hmm. be either a home inspector or a contractor yep. or both who are very good at assessing, you know, what, what needs to be done and what the potential costs will be yep. for doing whatever you plan on. You know on, what? On one of my favorite thing is to do on flipped houses, huh. sewer scopes. Oh, big time. Because almost no flippers no, they're get not sewer cover scopes. Those. No, and chances no. are there's often a problem with the sewer line. Right. Absolutely. And so we've time after time. In fact, one flipper locally started changing because I had done two transactions <laughs> with clients just randomly with some of their stuff. They started doing sewer scopes on all the purchases they did because I kept finding problems. Oh, no. <laughs> kept bouncing into yeah. It. Yeah. Oh, yikes. But it was good. I mean, it, yeah. it, that's yeah. that's good information for people to have because a lot of people still, you know, we had someone recently like, well, why should I get a sewer scope? I'm like, because it's the peace of mind of knowing you're not walking into a five, ten, fifteen, or $35,000 problem right. because that's the stuff that's under the ground. You don't know. You know, you can't just assume. And even newer construction, I'll have someone, I had a, I had a, uh, agent with an R name recently tell me like, oh, why would you need to do that on that house? That's only like this years old. And I thought, because uh, I still remember the new construction home next to my house in Seattle that had a 13 foot deep hole dug into my yard right. because they did have a problem with their yeah. sewer line. Oh, it, Sometimes they don't get tamped down properly and you get an offset or mm -hmm. you have earth movement or you have, right. you know, you name it. That's so right. So it gets, yeah. Well, you you helped me by, by uh you know, my recent mm -hmm. home that yeah. there's actually two houses on the lot and yeah. both of them and were disconnected from the septic systems, probably due to an earthquake yeah. would be my guess. You know, busted, busted oh, yeah. something. Yeah. So that, that absolutely happens. So, so Burr, buy, okay. re renovate, rent, refinance, 
-hmm. and repeat. Let's talk about the repeat part. Yes. Uh, so you can do these types of transactions multiple times. However, if you want a standard conventional 30 year fixed rate loan, for instance, mm -hmm. there's a limit on how many of those loans you can have. And it's, it's, uh, there's, there's Fannie Mae and there's Freddie Mac. Uh, basically, the maximum of the one is four and the maximum of the other is eight financed properties. So you can own up to eight financed one to four unit properties. Did they lower that number again? I thought it was 10. And well, it, it, okay. I so, know it so, changes. So let me add it some caveats on that because okay. what happens is if you go above four, the down payment requirements can go up. And also the reserve requirements can go up, so you will. Well, be let's explain why, because it's risk. It's risk. Yeah, the the, the more you own, the the riskier the transactions. And and Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac are government quasi government agencies, and they mm -hmm. they're not really designed to help the investor. They're really right. not. They're designed to designed to help a, a homeowner. Yeah. So so they will allow non owner occupied properties, but there's a limit. And when you own more than one rental home. Uh, you will be required to have up to six mortgage payments worth of savings or reserves left over after closing per property. Okay, I was going to say they don't tell you that in the, the seminars room? either. No. So, so somebody uh, and now now here's here's what can happen. Somebody goes out, they do the birth thing, they own their they mm -hmm. they have a their primary residence, they buy a rental property. Uh, then they let's say they go do another one, and they're gonna they're gonna use some hard money lending. Uh, to uh, to finance the purchase of that right. home, meaning they're not going through a traditional bank, thinking I'm going to buy this on the cheap. I'll use hard money, super quick, renovate it, then I'll refinance. All you know, once I get that done, then all of a sudden they find out, oh, what? I need to have reserves. Oh, what? I can't do this right away. I've only owned the property for three months. Uh, then now what? Yeah. Now you have a problem, and uh, there are some loan solutions out there uh, that can take care of that type of problem. We have one available that the qualifying is just based on the income the property generates. It doesn't have all those other rules. However, you're going to pay a higher, higher rate for that. So was that part of the plan? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I'm going to guess probably not. Speaking of planning, uh, we're going to take a quick break here, yes. but uh, let's do a, uh, an interest rate update. Yes. Uh, when we get let's back do. as well, let's show what's going on in the market. Yeah. If you're going to do out. that more traditional type of home yeah. purchase. With <laughs> Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Services Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. Thanks for listening in. We're here every Saturday from 2 to 3. And Sundays from 3 to 4. That's right. And, and then course, on podcast. All kinds of podcasts. Yes, podcast heaven. That's right. That's right. Almost five years worth of content. You on can theirs. podcast to your ears delight. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or, yes, delight. <laughs> We're just going to leave it at that. Uh, yeah. That's right. You know, what was really funny is I took a, a class recently um, that was, uh, you know what, we will do a show about this because there's some new business models in real estate where people are suggesting that sellers not offer a buyer agent commission right and so anyway i was uh you know sitting at this class and after it was over a woman came over to me and apparently she has been a newscaster in the past and she said as soon as i heard you talk 
I knew that you had a voice just made for like television or radio. <laughs> and I went, oh, that's wonderful because I'm Aww. on radio. Yeah. <laughs> so, and she happens to be friends with uh, Denise Whitaker, who I happen to know through my Yacht Club activities, uh, who's on Channel 4. But um, yeah, it's because it, she has a great voice for TV as well, but yeah, this it was so funny because this lady's voice was really kind of high. I was like, how? how hmm. Oh, I don't know if I could listen to you very long on television. <laughs> but she was like, oh, I've always been striving to have a voice like this. And I was like, oh, well, that's good. Thank yeah. you. Hmm. <laughs> nice yeah. to know. That's good. <laughs> so, anyway, very nice. From there on, um, <laughs> I know. All right, let's move on past that. Move on past that. You yeah. were going to do rate update. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about let's what's talk going rates. on with with rates. You know, I've I've said this. I don't know how many times the the mortgage rates are driven by the bond market. Mm-hmm. The bond market is driven by fear. Fear, and we got lots of fear right now. We it's got so all scary. Kinds of fear going on. So scary out so there. So the, the there's two big drivers to uh, things right now with rates. The first one is still some lingering uh, effects from the tariffs which you know, caused some global slowing of, of the economies and, and a little bit of slowing of our economy, although we're going pretty gangbusters right now. Uh, the other one, of course, is the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And that one, uh, we, we've, had, uh, we've had issues before with, with outbreaks like this. We had SARS and we had Ebola. And um, in, in both of those circumstances, there was a, a, what we, we call a flight to safety of investing uh, investors are concerned about um, you know about things. The stock market starts to drop. Mm-hmm. Money flows into the bond market. Supply and demand that pushes uh, mortgage rates lower. And and that uh, we we had the Ebola rally. We had the SARS rally, mm-hmm. and now we have the Corona rally. And and that really truly is happening. It's keeping rates. It's keeping rates low. Now uh, a major event either positive or negative could you know really move the markets right now so we never know how long a, a rally of these of this type of nature will last right uh, but as it stands rates are, are extremely low as a consequence and and that's partly due to a slowing of the economy especially mm-hmm. in china i mean their economy oh, is yeah. just getting decimated right now from this you know because people can't work right and uh and that will will probably continue into the near future here this this thing could last for a while and uh, the longer it lasts, okay. the better the outlook for long-term mortgage rates. Okay. Well, how are they looking then? Well, here's the national averages. So a 30-year fixed-rate conventional mortgage right now is averaging 3.46%. We are at Jeez. a 52-week low uh, for, for 30-year fixed-rate mortgages. 15-year fixed rates are around 3.14%. Uh, VA and FHA loans, 325 and wow. uh, and jumbo 30 year fixed rates right around 3.61 so everything is down right now and um, that's outstanding lenders um yeah we're we're busy right now lots of folks are refinancing if you're if you have a a mortgage rate that is anywhere even even into the the low 4% range 4 and a quarter 4.3 mm-hmm. it's it, worth it's looking really at really worth looking at and um you know because we can probably save you a fair amount of money and folks yep. have equity now too, you know. So it, it's something mm-hmm. that maybe you looked at it a, a year or so ago, it didn't quite work. It probably will now, yeah. You know, because home values have come up 
you know, pretty significantly in most areas. Not I've, every. Yeah, I've had a number of clients from the last one to two years that are going through refinances. I will say there was one situation where it was someone who had purchased new construction and around them is a lot more new construction of similar mm-hmm. type. Oh, okay. In yeah. that situation. Maybe not so much there. Not so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they were kind of basically flat mm-hmm. on that. Uh, so that was kind of a bummer. But, um, you know, it's... There's still strong demand in a lot of different marketplaces, so it's worth always taking a look. And I'll I'll just throw it out there, you know, your friendly real estate agent, you know, that either worked with you on it or, you know, feel free to contact us over at Team Reba. Mm-hmm. We do this all the time. And actually, I'll, I'll throw this uh, little nugget out, too. If people want to reach out to us at info at teamreba.com with their their address. Mm -hmm. We actually have a new program that we're about to set up all of our past clients on that is a um, kind of a market watch uh, situation where we can set them up on quarterly, twice a year, or once a year updates that give uh, sales data in their market area as well as kind of estimates on the valuations based on that local sales situation. So um, happy to do that for any of our listeners. If you guys want to contact us again, yeah. info at teamreba.com, just send us your address and that you'd like to be set up for this, uh, what we call our market analysis program. And, uh, we'll, we'll help you out. That's awesome. Yeah. And Cause if, I do this all the time. I get asked mm-hmm. by past clients all the time when they're looking at refinance situations well, or, I, or even your office, you know, of people course, I'm always with. happy to help. And, yeah. and as well, you know, you can always reach out to me, Eric at Eric is my That's E R I C. And we can do some fairly detailed and sophisticated analysis. I had a client uh, just last week that had an interest rate around 4.5%, mm-hmm. but they'd, they'd racked up some consumer debt. They had about $30,000 in debt. And we were able to to rework things. And, and in this case, the rate, I think um, based on their credit score and everything, we were around 3.625. It was a fantastic interest rate. But what we did... At least the, the 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 structure of this is we we included that thirty thousand. So mm-hmm. this is called a cash out refinance, but we paid off the consumer debt. So they just had one payment that was going to save them about three hundred and fifty dollars a month. Now, if they're if they're good and disciplined and pay, you said three fifty about three hundred fifty bucks a month. It was Great. significant. So like, yeah, four grand a year is yeah, totally yeah, yeah. worth it. But but don't just spend that money pay it on the mortgage. Yeah. And if and in this case by them taking that 350 and paying additional principal to their mortgage, they take a 30-year mortgage down to 18 years. So nice. they have financial freedom in 18 years. They're done. They're completely debt-free. You know, as long as they can maintain the discipline of of of, of making that extra payment to principal. Yes. That's a life changer. It's a game oh, changer. Absolutely it is. And, and so, so there are ways to use, to, you know, responsibly take advantage of, of the equity that you have in your home if it's going to, you know, better your overall financial situation and you've got the discipline to, you know, to do things, you know, properly like that. Responsibly being yes. the key word. It's so fun, though. I love, love doing that type of analysis. Because, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you can really, really visually look at it and say, oh, my gosh, you know, th- th- this really works. This this is going to really help some people. So, uh, but the rates are so good right now. We are uh, over a, a percent lower, you know, today than we were a year ago. 
And uh, and this is a gift, and we just don't know how long that's going to last. It's not even Christmas. I know. <laughs> oh, speaking of gifts, uh, I I, uh, I gave everybody a um, a Valentine's Day present. I should mention that on on here too. Oh no, I did it online. Okay. No, no, it's just my gift. My gift to you. My gift to you. I usually it, question your gifts because <laughs> no, 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 I've no. seen what they look no, like no, no. when they're for this your brother. Good, this is a good one. <laughs> My gift to you is is to give you less junk mail in your mailbox. Oh, yes. I did see that email. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. That was a nice so, one, actually. So this is a site uh, that you can go to, and, and this is legit, folks. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I know you're like, like, you're like oh, scared. I don't, I don't know. know. What's he going to say? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, this There's a site. It's called Opt Out Prescreen dot com yes optoutprescreen.com is the official consumer credit reporting industry website that will process a request from you to opt out of firm offers of credit or insurance and and really start to cut down those solicitations and those junk mail those Nobody solicitations, solicitations well i worry about those because i worry about identity theft so optoutprescreen.com ah. is a great way to stop that, lower your risk of identity theft. So there you go. Hope that was worth your the listen today. Your little kiss to our listeners. That's right. That's right. My belated <laughs> Valentine's present. Well, thank you all for listening. Hope they found this informative. Listen to us every Saturday, 2 to 3 o'clock and Sunday, 3 to 4. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at Remax Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at TeamReba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. The preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.